Hi everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'm going to be talking about why victims stay in abusive relationships. Abuse victims are often questioned why they stay in abusive relationships, but it is often very difficult to leave them. Many are not even aware that they are being abused. One of the main reasons why abuse victims don't leave is because of what is known as the repetition compulsion. This is where victims choose toxic partners who were similar to their childhood abusers in an unconscious attempt and hope to replay childhood wounding experiences, but this time not getting abused. Victims are deeply attracted to relationships such as these because they often promise love and approval, both of which were usually sorely lacking in childhood. The attraction to these relationships causes victims to stay in the pattern of choosing toxic partners, and even when a relationship like this ends, the repetition compulsion will drive victims back into relationships with other, more insidious, abusive partners. Abuse victims operate out of a faulty childhood program. This program consists of wounds, negative core beliefs, and dysfunctional perceptions of relationships and reality. One's faulty subconscious programming will align them with partners who are toxic and ultimately attract abusive partners with their faulty childhood program. Relationships like these are difficult to get out of because this programming is very deeply ingrained and ultimately leads to many of the decisions that these individuals make. Victims may not even be aware of another way of operating. Abuse victims are usually looking for love and approval never received from parents and family of origin. Unless one is able to work through never receiving this from parents early on, they will look for emotional manipulators to get it from. The desire to get this need of unconditional love met is so pervasive that it drives the compulsion to look for narcissistic abusers who promise this unconditional love, yet never give it. This also sets up the love addiction where victims are so addicted to the high of being accepted and love-bombed that they are in constant search for this very high. They don't leave the relationship because they are always hoping that they can earn and get the unconditional love they never received in childhood. Abuse victims often feel very badly about themselves and have a core belief of being worthless. This leads to the belief that they cannot get better and don't deserve better, and thus settle for at least having some relationship, albeit an extremely abusive one. Next, all abuse victims know is toxicity. And so when abused, they may not feel like it's abuse, because abuse was normalized and familiarized in their family of origin. They're usually much more primed for abuse, because they already are used to it, and in some ways have come to expect it. In addition, victims are physiologically, emotionally, spiritually, and chemically bonded to their abusers. This bond is so pervasive and deep that once hooked with the love bombing, the deep connection is very difficult to undo. It can be said that this bond is as difficult, if not worse, than breaking heroin. In addition, victims are addicted to the rush of being in danger and being abused. They don't know other ways of connecting, so feel that connection must be abusive. This becomes the only option for them, and thus they choose it even if there is pain. Abuse victims don't know any other relationship style because the relationship blueprint they have from their parents is abusive. What they learned growing up becomes the pattern of relationships and therefore have no idea how to navigate relationships outside of these patterns of what they have seen and learned and later developed. 
Abuse victims may not even have a sense of self, or if they do, it's battered or broken. They don't necessarily know who they are. They can't separate themselves from the others. This may be the case before the relationship began or after they are already in it due to the abuse and the succumbing to the psychological trauma bond and losing themselves in the prison of the narcissistic abuser. They therefore can't leave because they don't know who they are and wouldn't be able to get away because there is no them. They are not really there. This is a true tragedy. Some victims don't have a sense of identity outside of the relationship. This makes leaving all too terrifying as they wouldn't know who they are and wouldn't be able to fend for themselves once alone. Victims often have a fear of being alone. If they have been abandoned, if they have the abandonment wound, then this will be pervasively so. They will therefore see being alone as abandonment and something to avoid at all costs, thus sticking with the abusive relationship even when abused. This is better than being alone. At least there is some relationship to be in. This defends against the abandonment and the fear of being alone. There may be pressure from outside, community, society, family, parents, etc. Expectations to stick it out may make them may make leaving the relationship a shameful experience, and therefore they'll fake it and just stick it out to appear being a family. In addition, their reputation may be built on being known as a family man or a woman. Their success in business or in life may be predicated on this reputation, and so leaving would collapse everything. So they just deal with it and put up with the mistreatment. Victims are usually worried about what others will say and fear being judged by friends and community for failing to have a relationship that works. This fear of other people's opinion is enough for some victims to just take the abuse and fake being a family, thus enduring more psychological abuse. If there are kids, abuse victims may feel that at least they're the ones being abused by the perpetrator, and being there could thus spare the child from being abused and therefore stick around. And lastly, they may feel threatened and that their life is in danger if they leave. They may live in terror that their partner will turn violent, even physically abusive, turn friends and family against them, and thus see abuse as the only viable option. If you have been abused, if you are stuck in a relationship where you absolutely cannot get out of, I will say like this, my heart goes out to you. I feel strongly that every human being on this planet has free choice. We have the ability to make choices. And therefore, if you are listening to this podcast, please understand that there's always hope to get out of a relationship. I feel strongly about that. It begins with choice. It begins with choosing to get out at all costs. If you are in a relationship with a toxic abuser and you feel like your mental health is declining rapidly, understand that you could be in danger. Next, no one has the right to force you into a relationship and make you stay. My suggestion is like this. Imagine and theorize about leaving, even fantasize about leaving, and see what it is that terrifies you. See what it is that is the resistance. Look to face that and overcome that fear. Getting out of a relationship like this could be a matter of life and death, and therefore, I urge you to face those fears, identify what resistance is stopping you, face that, deal with it, take that leap. It can be the difference between 
total mental dis-ease and dysfunction and mental health and freedom. I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's an absolute honor to bring you this information today. I want to offer a free 15-minute consult. It would be an honor to help you along your healing journey, help you get that freedom, that emotional, psychological, and relationship freedom that you're looking for. Please reach out to my email at yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone, 252-696-4852. Thank you guys once again for listening. Until next time, all the best. Thank you.